Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about ceremony. The topic is called, or the title of this episode is called Taking It to ceremony. So today we're going to dive into why would we go to ceremony? What are the benefits of ceremony? Um, what are the benefits of doing our own personal ceremonies for healing, for transformation, for inner discovery? And we'll dive into that um, a little bit of you know like when is it a good time? How do I how do I even begin to um, start thinking about that? And we'll continue this conversation actually in next week's episode as well as we talk about some of the ins and outs like the logistical things about ceremony. But I think this is a really great time for this episode because. Tomorrow is new moon, and it's a big new moon. There's a lot going on in the skies. Um, You may be aware of the visibility of Mars and how bright it's been in the sky um, and is in the sky right now. Um, Some of the other things that are happening with the other planets, um, there's, there's just a lot shaking. And for many of us, we're feeling a bit of tension a bit of discomfort <laughs> in the emotional areas, um, especially in the area of uh, communication. Our communication with family members, loved ones, people in our world, it may feel a little confusing, strained, uncomfortable, um, scattered, uh, disconnected. It may not feel like our typical our typical conversation, it may feel like there's something in between there. And that's really the energy of what's up for all of us right now. But in addition to that, when we have an what's up for all of us type of energy, there's an opportunity for us to do a little bit of exploration and go, okay, where am I being misunderstood? Where could I have just softened back and listened? Where could I um, have clarified myself a little bit more, a little bit more? Where could I have been um, a little bit more articulate? And, you know, I think in this like spiritual world and, you know, in the, in the shamanic path, we are on a path of, you know, finding our voice, finding our ability to express ourselves and bring expression to our experiences in life, bring expression to, um, oh, to who we are, to our most authentic selves, um, what we're needing, what we're wanting, what's important to us, what we value, what we're here to share and communicate with others and with the world. And finding the, the our voice is really one heck of a journey. <laughs> 
And in addition to that, there's a lot of uncomfortable moments within it. And right now, many of us may be feeling some uncomfortable moments with our voices. And we may be hearing things from others that are incredibly conflicting to our own beliefs, to our own um, truths, and, and feeling that tension. So if that's something that's up for you, I, I want to invite you to just spend a bit of time in reflection right now and spend a bit of time with yourself, just really listening to your inner voice, listening to the emotions that are surfacing, giving those space to be expressed. Really the tension that is here, the tension that is up in the collective is emotional tension and it's unexpressed, suppressed emotions. Emotions that really probably don't have anything to do with right here, right now. They're, they're emotions that haven't been processed from childhood or other experiences throughout life. And that is as much true for others as it is for ourselves. So I want to invite you with knowing that the stone for this month is mica, which offers a really great mirror and window into, um, into a deeper understanding. I want to invite you to take that mirror and let it reflect back upon yourself so that you can begin to uncover where are these emotions that I'm feeling really coming from? Spend a little time with that. And then what comes up? Let yourself be lovingly present with it. And then guess what? Take that to ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> that is that was the message that I woke up with this morning. Take it to ceremony. Take it to ceremony, Lori. And I went, wait, what day? What day is this? <laughs> wait, what time of the moon cycle are we on? I, I my mind went right into this rabbit hole of, um, is this the best time to do a ceremony? Should I wait a day or two? Like all of those things. And um, and what I, <laughs> what I got a good laugh at myself when I actually find sat down and looked at a calendar and went, oh, we're on the eve of the new moon. You can't get a better time than this to do a ceremony. Um, but, you know, I think that's one of the things we do when we receive crystal clear messages, like I did this morning of take it to ceremony. Um, we hesitate, we pause, and we wonder if there's a better time. We want to to wait or um, make sure we're doing it right or something, whatever our thing is that we put in the way of actually following through on the wisdom or the message that we receive. So as I sat down this morning to sink into ceremony to prepare my space, um, I, I, I spent a little time kind of exploring, you know, what, why, why is taking it to ceremony something that I say so often? And why is it really important for those of us who walk a spiritual path, who are on a shamanic path or exploring, you know, shamanic ways of living? Why is that important to us? What are what are the benefits of that? Um, how do we know when to take something to ceremony? So I took some notes, spent some time with that, and I wanted to share that with you today. And actually, we're going to have, like I said, um, I think I said this earlier, that this is going to be a two-part series. And so this is part one today. We're going to just talk about 
taking it to ceremony, what the benefits are, when the best times to take it to ceremony are, um, and some of those little like nuanced things. And then next week, we will talk about um, kind of some of the ceremony how-tos, tips and tricks. Now, um, it'll give you kind of just a basic layout structure, uh, really just supporting you in how to do that. Because that often is kind of the next question that comes or shows up um, when, when we when we go. Okay, so I see what's what's in my my sphere. I see what I'm struggling with. I see how this could benefit me. But now, what do I do? And we can get a really stuck there, and we can go into a ton of research and feel even more confused than we, we did before. And ceremony really ultimately is quite simple, and it's incredibly beautiful. And the, the basic core of ceremony is this yummy, divine communion with spirit. It's the moment where we connect in in a sacred way and we offer up what is just so um, become so heavy in our lives or what has created confusion and chaos or what we're holding on tightly to and we offer it over to spirit and we invite support and it's just beautiful sacred practice yeah so I think, you know, if you've followed me for a while, you may have a sense of um, how much I value ceremony and how important it is um, in my world. Uh, I, I think I could comfortably say I have done thousands of ceremonies in my life um, in over the years. Since, and, and when I say that, um, I, I really look at my love for ceremony as being one with my love for shamanic practice and shamanic work. And I think the emergence of my love for ceremony happened around the same time that I stepped onto my shamanic path because something within the ceremonies that I experienced in my very first training um, shifted my awareness around the possibility and potential of that experience. So I want to share with you just a little bit of my my ceremony background. Um, my the first, so we're going to call my my shamanic training ceremony <laughs> the first ceremony. There's many many more before that, but um, but I really something happened for me in this one, and it was a fire ceremony. Um, this was May of 2007. We were in Madison, Wisconsin, and um, we were in the very first week-long class of my shamanic training. And I had kind of come to the shamanic path with the intention of um, further developing my art, myself as an artist, and with the intention of um, like really opening up and doing some some deeper healing. Now, what I had come to know about myself and know about um, energy work at that point in my journey um, was that each time I stepped further into doing personal healing work, and I made a really big commitment to that, whatever the commitment was, you know, for the most part, I found that taking classes um, took me on a deep journey. And so that's, that was where I that was where I came from when I stepped on the shamanic path. It wasn't that I was, you know, wanting to um, change 
like make step into a whole new practice or um, way of being, it was that I was looking to get to know myself more intimately and to see that conveyed on the canvas. Super simple. Well, I walked into class and within those first, you know, couple days, I realized, oh my goodness, I'm I'm home. This is definitely what I'm here to do. This is definitely where I'm meant to be. And something about this is so incredibly for fulfilling. So we're in the first class or the first ceremony. It was an opening ceremony and it was um, in the evening. And we were, like I said, in Madison. And we were pretty much downtown Madison, so not far from the Capitol, not far from the university, um, literally blocks. Like we were kind of across the street from like a, not a Whole Foods, but like an organic food store. And, and in this itty bitty park that is probably the size of my yard, not exaggerating, so small, small. Um, it's, it was maybe at most a half acre lot. And um, it had a big open space. And that was where we were doing fire ceremony. And I remember thinking to myself, this is so bizarre. We are in the middle of a city with a group of people and we're lighting a fire in the park. And there are looky loos walking by. Let me just say, I was like, what, where are, what alternate reality did I just step into? (laughs) Um, It was, it was fascinating. And it was so incredibly perfect because it right away broke, like it, it broke apart any type of idea that I had around what ceremony has to be in order for it to be a good ceremony. Now, I know we all have these ideas and ideals around what good ceremonies are. And for me at that time, it was about being in the middle of nowhere, in the like a deep in the woods and having, you know, a group of people and having um, no outside interruptions and and um, being super uber private. I mean, like, you know, we all have ideals and, and that was kind of where my mind was at. And this right away just said, nope, we're going to do this right here. Um, and that, that was really cool. So here we are in this park and, um, the medicine woman who led the circle, who led our ceremony stepped in and she picked up her rattle and she started calling in the directions. She started calling in the medicine animals and opening sacred space. And I felt like I was transported to a completely different dimension right there in the middle of Madison in this itty bitty park with people walking through. (laughs) Yeah, transported. It was amazing. And I remember something really powerful happening within me during that, that experience. A part of me said, yes, please, more, please. I want more of this in my life. I want more of this experience of being in that place of timelessness, being in 
that place of communion with spirit, being in a place where my head isn't so busy and overloaded with the stories and the beliefs and the, the pressures that I was feeling in my life at that time. There was a sense of freedom that felt new to me, that felt liberating. So ceremony from that point changed. It completely changed. And my the energy that I, I felt like I experienced on that day and that um, that I wanted to find at my home, find in my own life, find in my own practice was that place of timelessness. So at that point, uh, I came home from class and first thing Chris and I did was went and bought a fireball and, <laughs> and I started doing fire ceremonies in my yard. I started having people over to join me for ceremony. Um, which was really incredible and, and magical. And I just kind of, I look back and I kind of laugh because, oh my goodness, my neighbors must have thought I was crazy at the time. Um, I didn't really know any of them at that time. Uh, <laughs> and here I would be out back, you know, rattling my rattle or drumming my drum and, um, and doing some ceremony. But uh, over the years, um, that connection with ceremony has main, has remained centered, central or at the center of my life. And when things come up, when there are um, times when I, I feel foggy, muddy, overwhelmed, confused, lacking focus, um, in, in conflict, in a situation where I'm not really sure how to navigate, I take it to ceremony. So what really are the benefits of ceremony? I've got a little bit of a list here. And um, the place I want to start with that is that it takes us out of our story and into the energy. And, you know, if you remember one of the things that I said um, about that ceremony in in Madison was that I felt like I got out of the chaos that was in my mind and the weight of everything that was going on in my life. And really, I stepped into a place of timelessness. And that's one of the things that really happens. I think so often when we are moving through our day-to-day lives, we have different patterns, routines, and thought processes thought processes or beliefs that show up so routinely, so a part of our natural, just everything that we do. And they, they're just like on this autopilot. And there's stories that we tell ourselves. There's stories about who we are, or who we think we are, or who we think we should be, or stories that we've adopted from family and friends and loved ones things that we've taken on as, um, as, as clothing, as masks, as ways that we live and present ourselves. And the thing that happens when we step into ceremony is we step outside of that. And we can actually let the story be in the place of energy. And when we can step back and see that a story is, is in that place of energy, we, we can actually make a shift. 
We can actually become, we can break the chains or the binds that we've been, that have been holding us from, with that story. I was listening recently to um, a great series on Gaia.com by Carolyn Mace. Um, it's on power. If you get a chance to watch that, oh my goodness, it's great. Um, she talked in one of the episodes about wounds. And um, she used the phrase being a woundologist. <laughs> I just love it. Um, I thought that was such a fun play on, on words. Um, she talked about woundology and being a woundologist. And she spoke about how so many of us have stories and wounds and experiences in our lives and how tightly we hold on to those wounds. And we use those wounds as a, as a manner of or way of... Um, creating our relationships and we expect others to engage with us in specific ways based upon those wounds and she went super deep within that and um it, like I, I can't quite at all do any justice to the depth to which she took it but but ultimately the thing that begins to happen is that in ceremony we we find why it why 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 and how we can actually lay those wounds down and how we can live our lives differently. It takes us out of our mind. So often we stay committed to our wounds because we can't see our lives in any other way. We can't picture what it would be like to live without that defining factor. We get so wrapped into the ways that we've been living that we just can't see a way out. And ceremony creates a space to begin to see the possibilities for our lives. What would it be like if I laid that down? What would it be like if I laid that story down and I allowed myself to actually actually fully commit to what I'm here to do? Or what if I let myself actually fully be present with my loved ones? What would it be like if I actually showed up fully and with joy in whatever the situation is? It's such a great, um, such a great time to really step outside of our stories and create space for possibility. The next thing is that um, when we step into ceremony, we are consciously inviting spirit into our mix. I'm sure you've heard phrases like, um, you know, this is one I would hear a lot early on when I started my spiritual path, when I was exploring angels and working with the angels. There was a really clear message that we need to ask for support. We need to ask that um and you know this was kind of a belief too i think you know in my catholic roots but um that if we don't ask for support the there isn't permission for the angels to intervene and you know i think this is a really big thing that that piece of asking for support now i i really i, I think my belief around that has shifted and i have a little bit different you know sense around that but but there is um, a lot of power in being willing to ask for help 
being willing to ask for support, to ask for guidance, to ask for direction, to ask for clarity. When we ask for those things, they show up. They really, truly do. And when we step into ceremony, we are consciously inviting spirit in and asking spirit to be an active participant in our path, in our life, and in in the co-creation of our um, of our world and our experience. So often, um, we we can't see clearly, and spirit can see so much more than we can see. And having that support and allowing ourselves to step back and open up space for 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 bigger picture, for bigger understanding, for bigger support is incredible. So that is the next thing that I have down as a benefit for um, working with ceremony. The third thing that I have is that we have, we create space for new and different outcomes. Yeah, you know, I kind of get a giggle because um, sometimes I'll be struggling with something, like I'll be in a loop. And I won't quite see it. I won't quite see the loop. And then all of a sudden, it'll just, it'll hit the point of tension within me where I'll be like, okay, what is this? <laughs> and I'll feel myself like kind of just bumping up against um, a brick wall and my mind is singing a song. I can't even think of who the artist is right now, but um, hey, when you find yourself up against another brick wall, that's the phrase <laughs> that's in the song. Um, anyway, uh, when I when I find myself just like bumping up against that, it's it's be- it's because I'm not seeing the bigger picture, and I'm trying to control something. And I think we often do this. We put ourselves in situations where we feel like we can we should be able to change something. We can change it if we just do the right thing, if we push the right way, if we, you know, um, say it in the right way, if we say it enough times, uh, it'll finally be heard. But the reality is that we actually can't make change at the same level in which the problem was created. We have to step back and we have to create space for what we cannot see. And that is, um, that's something that we do in ceremony. The next is to uh, step out of the narrow and limiting focus and to find the bigger picture. And again, this kind of goes back with, you know, creating space for opportunity to be delighted and surprised. And, you know, when we step out of that that pathway that keeps leading us to the brick wall and we step back and we see oh if i if i go back 10 paces and make a right turn i can move all the way around this and there's a stairway or there's a little bridge or you know like there's like we can see a different different way of experiencing things a different um, understanding of what's going on. And I think this is one of the aspects that actually comes forward with Micah, again, that stone of the month, to be able to step back and just see a bigger picture. Step back, step out of the details and into the bigger picture. And this happens as we connect with spirit, as we create space to be one and be connected with spirit. 
Okay, so the next thing that I wanted to touch on um, with regards to ceremony today is when is the best time to do a ceremony? <laughs> yeah, when's the best time to do a ceremony? I'm so, so often people ask me this. And let me just say right away, the best time to do ceremony is when you feel inspired to do ceremony. When you feel like, oh, I just wanna go do a ceremony. That's the best time. You know, we can look at calendars, we can look at moon cycles, we can look at, you know, planetary cycles, we can look at seasons, we can look at so many things, and we can set up everything. And all of those things are really great ways to approach ceremony. But ultimately, just just go, just go and do ceremony. Every moment is the best time to do ceremony. Yeah. The next thing about the best time to do ceremony is when our when our stuff is up, when we feel like we are hitting that brick wall over and over and over again, when our emotions are heightened, when we feel completely overwhelmed, drained, exhausted. And I know sometimes those feel like the times when it is most difficult to do ceremony or it makes absolutely no sense to do ceremony because we're not in the right mental or emotional space to do it or I can't even feel spirit right now. I feel so disconnected. We don't do ceremony because we're in the moment of feeling incredibly perfect and connected with spirit. We do it because we want to create that in our lives. We want to experience that connection. And what better time than when we feel the most distant from that place? That's when we need to create space to connect with spirit, create time to connect with spirit. And don't hesitate. Don't, don't hold yourself back or say, oh, it's not quite the right time. Just go do it. Just go do it. Yeah. Because in that just go do it moment, that is when we say, hey, I need help. I need support. And we may not have an answer in that moment. And we may even feel like, shoot, I just sunk deeper into my, my emotional, you know, whatever is going on. But guess what? That is a part of what is going to open space for you. Sometimes we need to go deeper. Sometimes we need to go into the darker places within ourselves and, and know that stepping into ceremony again and again and again will open that door to create space, to connect with yourself and to connect with spirit. Spirit is always present with us, regardless of whether or not we are attuned or aware Spirit's always supporting, holding space. Yeah. Ceremony is a beautiful way to remind ourselves of that. Beautiful way to reconnect with spirit. So back to the best times. <laughs> now from, from a more practical, you know, um, grounded place. <laughs> um, some of the best times to do ceremony are also in conjunction with natural cycles. 
and those natural cycles being different lunar phases, astrological phases, transitions from one season to the next, um, the half seasons, those are really great points of the year to, to pause and step into ceremony. Those days tend to be like little gateways or portals, and there's a natural momentum that's happening. And when we step into that natural momentum, we are supported at yet another level. And the veils between the worlds feel thinner. Our connection with spirit feels more organic and natural and easy. And it's a great time to just really open up to what's possible for ourselves. So uh, with that said, I really truly hope that with this new moon, you find a little time to, to step into ceremony to create your own ceremony. Just be creative. Have fun. Let go of any right or wrong. Bring within your heart a clear intention and a desire to connect with spirit in a way that's meaningful and sacred and potent for you. I wish you an absolutely beautiful new moon. And as always, my sacred friend, shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.